I'm Lisa Stone. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Parenting Aces. Welcome to the Parenting Aces podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Stone, and this week we are going to be chatting with Patricia Hiboulet, who is based in Toronto slash Montreal, depending on which week it is and which day of the week and where her children are. Patricia is a former professional player turned coach turned tennis parent, turned blogger, and soon-to-be book author. And for those of you who missed my first podcast with Patricia earlier in 2018, the link to that episode will be in the show notes. And I urge you to take a listen because Patricia talks in depth about her life in the sport and her experience coming up in tennis, both in Hong Kong and in the States and in Canada. And she's lived all over the world and has just a fascinating history. But what precipitates this week's podcast is that Patricia recently announced that she was going to be starting a blog. And I was so thrilled to hear that because She's not only writing from the coach's perspective, but also from the parent's perspective. And you'll hear in this week's episode what her goals are and what precipitated this new blogging and and the book that she's working on now that hopefully will be out sometime early in 2019. But I just, I think it's so great to have another voice out there in the blogosphere that is bringing a unique perspective to parents and to coaches alike. And so I urge you all to check out her blog. And again, the link will be in the show notes. So you'll have to look there for it. And also Patricia has generously offered to be available to answer questions from any of you guys. So if you have questions for her, with her coaching hat on, with her parenting hat on, with her player hat on. Um, Her email address will be also in the notes and you can reach out to her directly. So I hope you enjoy this week's episode with Patricia Heboulet. Patricia Heboulet, thank you so much for coming back on the Parenting Aces podcast. I'm so excited to catch up with you. Well, thank you. Great to be back. Excited. Well, you know, what What kind of precipitated this whole thing is an email I received from you about your new blog, and I was so thrilled to hear that you're going to be writing about junior tennis, college tennis, I, I expect professional tennis as well, and you come at this from such a unique perspective, being a tennis parent yourself, being a tennis coach yourself, having worked in and even run numerous tennis programs. So this is just so exciting. Well, you know, it's been, uh, tennis has always been uh, a big part of my life. Um, there was one time when, you know, when after I retired from the tour that I'm like, that's it, I'm done, I don't want to have anything to do with this. You know, after 18 years, as you can imagine, day in and day out, and nine months later, I picked up tennis again and went into coaching and had our own academies and so forth. And it's, what's interesting is over the years, uh, on my travel into tournaments, because uh, I got two kids who, who play at a high level, um, parents, I would hide, hide my identity. 
<laughs> I, mean, I want to watch my kids. I want to watch the kids in that program. And then, um, and then the, I think my cover uh, got blown uh, when actually I think it was Bill Ozaki was like, "Hey, Patricia, would you like to come talk at you know this event at dinner?" Blah blah blah. And then I'm like okay and then he of course he gave me an introduction with my background and then that and that was like you know i, I think it was, that made that was like 10 12 years ago and then since then people would you know come up to me which is really nice i i do enjoy i enjoy um helping the kids i i really enjoy speaking to parents um i know some a lot or some coaches i prefer not to but I just felt like I can help them. And they always, you know, when I, when I gave them the answers they, that they've never heard of before, I could see they're like, you know, oh, wow. Okay. And they recognize it and they're okay with it. So that really gave me the idea where um, a lot of parents, you know, are in the dark, especially parents to first, the first child in the, in tennis because they don't know their way around and they need guidance. Um, yeah, listen, you know, as parents, we want, you know, to give all sorts of opportunities to our children. We want, you know, give them the world. So unknowingly, though, I, I was able to pick up like, well, maybe these parents are not doing <laughs> or they're taking the longer road and some don't even arrive. And as I Spoke over. I mean, I'm talking about you know different continents. I'm not even talking about just Canada or, or the U.S. And it just seemed that they have a a common thing um, when they bend or you know ask me questions was that uh, basically I gathered they just don't know a whole lot. And that really gave me the idea of, and that started a few years ago, how can I help parents, you know, and you provide them with information? Because tennis, it's a, you know, we all know it's a great sport. It, it you know, provides all sorts of values and benefits. Um, but it's also complex depending on the level that you want your child to play at. The higher they go, the more complex it is. So, and it just gave me the idea, you know, one day I'm going to write a book. And so I am doing that. And while I'm writing the book, um, I thought, oh, you know, I will teach myself how to write in a blog. And that's what I just started. Yeah. And it's fabulous. I mean, you're coming at this with the voice of an experienced former player who played on the tour from the experience of a coach and you've had decades of coaching experience without giving away your age Um, (laughs) and, and with the experience of a parent of two kids who were playing at very high levels. And so, you know, when you look at, what you have to offer to parents. I mean, it's just invaluable. And you and I were talking before I hit the record button, you know, about comparing what you're doing to what I'm doing with Parenting Aces. I was was and, and still am to some degree sharing the parent's perspective of what it's like to go on this journey with your child. You not only will have the parent's journey to share, but also the insider's 
look from the coaching side and from the professional side at what it takes. And so I just, I love that. And I'm so excited to see the content that you put out and, you know, to see how your following grows and, and, you know, so what are some of the plans you have? What are some of the topics that you want to tackle through your new blog? The the biggest, um, the overview of, of, you know, is to bridge the gap between coaches and parents um, because I feel like there's a lot of misunderstanding and not knowing and it's uh, a lot of times it's a tug of war. So sometimes I will cover like this next, uh, start. it started yesterday for the next five weeks, you know, it's like, you know, five simple strategies uh, to provide parents, you know, that they can get the most uh, out of a coach. And I'm speaking from this, the next five weeks, I will be speaking strictly from the coach's standpoint, you know, what will get my attention so that the information from the coach's view will provide insights for the parents. Oh, well, maybe I should do it differently. And, you know, if I could do that, because we are, when we go into this um, conflict, we always think we're right. You know, the parents think they're right <laughs> and the coach thinks they're right. So if I could provide information, you know, on that and get to put to the parents to understand that, that then it will save them a lot of heartaches, headaches, sleepless nights. And um, funny enough, it will help them financially as well because when parents get frustrated over time, what is the first thing they're going to do? They want to leave, right? right. They want to leave the program. They want to jump to another program just to find that it's the same problem. <laughs> so yeah. they can go to 10 different programs, but then who is going to suffer? It's the child. I'm Lisa Stone. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Parenting Aces. Welcome to the Parenting Aces podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Stone, and this week we are going to be chatting with Patricia Heboulet, who is based in Toronto slash Montreal, depending on which week it is and which day of the week and where her children are. Patricia is a former professional player turned coach turned tennis parent, turned blogger, and soon-to-be book author. And for those of you who missed my first podcast with Patricia earlier in 2018, the link to that episode will be in the show notes. And I urge you to take a listen because Patricia talks in depth about her life in the sport and her experience coming up in tennis, both in Hong Kong and in the States and in Canada. And she's lived all over the world and has just a fascinating history. But what precipitates this week's podcast is that Patricia recently announced that she was going to be starting a blog. And I was so thrilled to hear that because She's not only writing from the coach's perspective, but also from the parent's perspective. And you'll hear in this week's episode what her goals are and what precipitated this new blogging and and the book that she's working on now that hopefully will be out sometime early in 2019. But I just, I think it's so great to have another voice out there in the blogosphere that is 
bringing a unique perspective to parents and to coaches alike. And so I urge you all to check out her blog. And again, the link will be in the show notes. So you'll have to look there for it. And also Patricia has generously offered to be available to answer questions from any of you guys. So if you have questions for her with her coaching hat on, with her parenting hat on, with her player hat on. Um, Her email address will be also in the notes and you can reach out to her directly. So I hope you enjoy this week's episode with Patricia Heboulet. Patricia Heboulet, thank you so much for coming back on the Parenting Aces podcast. I'm so excited to catch up with you. Well, thank you. Great to be back. Excited. Well, you know, what What kind of precipitated this whole thing is an email I received from you about your new blog, and I was so thrilled to hear that you're going to be writing about junior tennis, college tennis, I, I expect professional tennis as well, and you come at this from such a unique perspective, being a tennis parent yourself being a tennis coach yourself, having worked in and even run numerous tennis programs. So this is just so exciting. Well, you know, it's been, uh, tennis has always been uh, a big part of my life. Um, There was one time when after I retired from the tour that I'm like, that's it, I'm done, I don't want to have anything to do with this. After 18 years, as you can imagine, day in and day out, and nine months later, I picked up tennis again and went into coaching and had our own academies and so forth. And it's, what's interesting is over the years, uh, on my travel into tournaments, because uh, I got two kids who, who play at a high level, um, parents, I would hide, hide my identity. <laughs> because, I, mean, I want to watch my kids. I want to watch the kids in that program. And then, um, and then the, I think my cover, uh, got blown, uh, when actually I think it was Bill Ozaki was like, Hey, Patricia, would you like to come talk at, you know, this event at dinner, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, okay. And then he, of course, he gave me an introduction with my background. And then that, and that was like, you know, and I, I think it was, that made, that was like 10, 12 years ago. And then since then people would, you know, come up to me, which is really nice. I, I do enjoy, I enjoy um, helping the kids. I, I really enjoy speaking to parents. Um, I know some, a lot or some coaches I prefer not to, but I just felt like I can help them. And they always, you know, when I, when I gave them the answers they, that they've never heard of before, I could see they're like, you know, oh, wow, okay. And they recognize that and they're okay with it. So that really gave me the idea where um, a lot of parents, you know, are in the dark, especially parents to first to- the first child in, the, in tennis because they don't know their way around and they need guidance. Um, yeah, listen, you know, as parents, we want, you know, to give all sorts of opportunities to our children. We want, you know, give them the world. So unknowingly, though, I I was able to pick up like, well, maybe these parents are not doing <laughs> or they're taking the longer road and some don't even arrive. And as I spoke over, I mean, I'm talking about, you know, different continents. I'm not even talking about just Canada or, or the U.S. 
and it's just seeing that they have a, a, a common thing um, when they vent or you know ask me questions was that uh, basically I gathered they just don't know a whole lot. And that really gave me the idea of, and that started a few years ago, how can I help parents, you know, and get, provide them with information? Because tennis is a, you know, we all know it's a great sport. It, it you know, provides all sorts of values and benefits. Um, but it's also complex depending on the level that you want your child to play at. The higher they go, the more complex it is. So, and it just gave me the idea, you know, one day I'm going to write a book. And so I am doing that. And while I'm writing the book, um, I thought, oh, you know, I will teach myself how to write in a blog. And that's what I just started. Yeah. And it's fabulous. I mean, you're coming at this with the voice of an experienced former player who played on the tour from the experience of a coach and you've had decades of coaching experience without giving away your age Um, (laughs) and, and with the experience of a parent of two kids who were playing at very high levels. And so, you know, when you look at, what you have to offer to parents. I mean, it's just invaluable. And you and I were talking before I hit the record button, you know, about comparing what you're doing to what I'm doing with Parenting Aces. I was was and, and still am to some degree sharing the parent's perspective of what it's like to go on this journey with your child. You not only will have the parent's journey to share, but also the insider's look from the coaching side and from the professional side at what it takes. And so I just, I love that. And I'm so excited to see the content that you put out and, you know, to see how your following grows and, and, you know, so what are some of the plans you have? What are some of the topics that you want to tackle through your new blog? The the biggest um, the overview of, of you know is to bridge the gap between coaches and parents um, because I feel like there's a lot of misunderstanding and not knowing and it's uh, a lot of times it's a tug of war so sometimes I will cover like this next uh, start it started yesterday for the next five weeks you know it's like you know five simple strategies. Uh, to provide parents, you know, that they can get the most uh, out of a coach. And I'm speaking from this, the next five weeks, I will be speaking strictly from the coach's standpoint, you know, what will get my attention so that the information from the coach's view will provide insights for the parents. Oh, well, maybe I should do it differently. And, you know, if I could do that, because we are, when we go into this um, conflict, we always think we're right. You know, the parents think they're right <laughs> and the coach thinks they're right. So if I could provide information, you know, on that and get to put to the parents to understand that, that then it will save them a lot of heartaches, headaches, sleepless nights. And um, funny enough, 
it will help them financially as well because when parents get frustrated over time, what is the first thing they're going to do? They want to leave. Right. right. They want to leave the pro. They want to jump to another program just to find that it's the same problem. <laughs> so yeah. they can go to 10 different programs. But then who is going to suffer? It's the child. Because now instead of one voice, the child is going to get 10 different voices, not to mention the biggest influence is the parent. Because the child will always, you can tell the child whatever you want by words, but your actions going to speak louder than words. So, you know, and those are the insights I'm going to provide. And then I'm also going to provide the other side to coaches, believe it or not, from the parent standpoint, <laughs> because I don't think all coaches are parents <laughs> um, out there. So it's also good for the coaches. Maybe it's something that they could implement better. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and so lately what I've done um, in addition to my post is to reach out to clubs. Um, and uh, federations and organizations to have me come to speak, you know, uh, sort of like a parent education, parents workshop, but not just like, oh, how many hours should you play? What tournament should you play? They can get all that, you know, from the, from the coaches, but really the nitty gritty behind the scene where nobody talks about. I'll give you an example. Like two days ago, I am, I'm, I'm currently not in Montreal, right? I'm sitting there just minding all my own business. And you know, this, this mother comes up to me and, oh, you know what? My son really wants to go on the pro tour, you know, and, and this and that. He's talented. He works really hard. That's all he wants to do. Well, guess what? All parents say that. <laughs> Right, you know, right. Then, right. I mean, you know, and they always say, you know, and so as I, I um, gave her some questions, the very first question I asked her, you know, was like, you know, what is she like on the court? That was it, right? Because I, I'm going after because there's certain profiling, right, to, to in that for a, a a kid to to go on the tour. It is more difficult than people think. Oh, he's very passionate. That was the answer. I'm like, that's not enough. It, you know, and she, she looks mm -hmm. at me like strange. What do you mean not passionate enough? And I said, okay, you, how, you know, how much are you willing to spend? And she was like, well, you know, whatever. And I gave her, you know, I gave her an approximate between the amount I know of, right? Right. I said, if you have, if you have that to spend, sure, I'll try to find a tag to hook you up. You know, now we're not talking one year. We're talking an average of four years. So that means he could make a breakthrough in three or six or seven. Let's average to four. So now we're talking of what? A quarter of a million dollars? Right. Do you have to, you know, and then I could see like that was something she never thought of right. before, you know, because those are the things that people don't talk about. You know, they, they're like, oh yeah, let's go and play high performance. Let's go play the ITF this. Let's go get all the points. And then what? And then, you know, or, or you have a parent starting their child, you know, like uh, when they're younger, it's just like one class a week. And then as they get older, the time goes up. And then with more time, of course, the dollar is going to be more, you know, and they and then what? Oh, wait, I have to tag on another $10,000 because going to these tournaments. Well, yeah, the club is not going to pay for you. <laughs> Right. Yes, and what's, yeah, no. what's interesting is that information is out there. You know, I've read, I mean, I countless articles about what mm -hmm. it costs to develop a junior player, what it costs to be out on the tour. But until you have that one-on-one -on -one conversation, 
for whatever reason, it doesn't seem to really sink in until someone sits down and asks you, the parent, that question like you did with this with this parent to say, do you have that kind of money? Because that's what it takes. And, you know, all of a sudden it's like this shock. And it's like, why are you so shocked to hear that? There, there's so many articles out there that tell you this, you know, have you not done any investigation at all into what the sport takes? And that's when I get kind of like, wow, you know, people don't do their homework. Well, you know, I guess they get busy, you know, especially like, um, you know, moms with four kids sure. <laughs> in family, you know. Um, but I, I wanted my uh, post, my blog to be different in the sense that, it, you know, to get parents to think about things, uh, for coaches to think about things. I'm not, I, you know, nobody can say, well, you know, 100% this child cannot do it. I mean, how many times have you seen, right, players um, who did not win a national, did not do well on the ITF, but went on and, you know, become like top 50, top 10, on, mm-hmm. you know, in the men and vice versa, right, where they were number one junior in the world and then couldn't transition over. So, yeah, no one can predict, but there are certain things. Um, one of the things that I think people underestimate is the um, the commitment part. You know, the commitment, are you willing for your child to go to Europe, for example? You know, and that's, you know, in our family, let's just say uh, last year, you know, mm-hmm. okay, because our 15 year old boy at the time decided they're not going to listen to mom, you know, my mom and dad. And that's normal. And, you know, and, and we're talking a set of parents who know a lot about tennis. Right. So, and, and let me just say you and your husband are both coaches. Not just right. one of you. You're both coaches. Right. <laughs> you know, we're, we are both coaches. You know, we're coaches of high performance and tour players. So it's not like just you're the high school tennis. You know, we, we have mm-hmm. a lot of experience. But what we face with our children are the same as what other parents face, you know, because they have this this, this um, testosterone running of this 15-year-old boy. The ego is bigger than, you know, it's like, right. well, mom, you're not going to tell whatever. So instead of being the problem, we like, okay, let's find solutions here. Okay, let's put our pain aside and what we can figure out. So now we found this place of all places in Germany. I mean, we're talking thousands of miles away, right? So, okay, do we send him there or do we not? He's 15. So we decided, you know, some parents don't want to let go, you know, and some parents are okay. And that's the commitment itself. Or like right now, we live in Toronto and our son is training in Montreal full time. So my husband and thought, you know, he just turned 17. He still needs his family, right? As much as if I was other things. So we made the commitment. I moved to Montreal part time with him when he's training here. So there's that commitment um, and, and that has, it's a whole package. It's not just like, oh, yeah. You know, they started a tournament and they can just go off and uh, it's complicated. Right, right. And it's it's not just one thing, as you're saying. It's not just the financial piece. It's not just the family commitment, but also is the kid mentally strong enough to do what it takes? Is the child's body going to hold up and be able to perform day in and day out? for years on end to reach the highest level of the sport. 
Um, you know, are they, are they working on their academics? Is college tennis part of the picture? And if so, do they have the academic strength to, to play at the level they want to play at? So, I mean, there, there's so many pieces of the puzzle. And again, I just, I love that you have experience in so many of these different areas and now you're willing to put that to, you know, quote paper, the internet, um, for everybody to be able to learn. I just think it's fantastic. And thank you very much. And I I do. And there's another thing that, um, that I consciously um, uh, chose to do because, you know, when I started my first blog, you know, I was uh, obviously very nervous because I'm not, uh, you know, I'm a tennis, uh, tennis all my life turned writer, right? Right. So uh, I taught myself a lot of these courses, you know, how to write this and that. And and I have to tell you, I have to walk my talk because I am always preaching to all the players I coach, you know, it's like, you know what, you got to face your fear and you got to move through it and you got to do it anyways, right? Face your fear and do it. And of course, in my, you know, new career right now, writing, and then all of the courses that I read was like, expect that your first hundred writing is going to be bad. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And then expect the next 100 to be less bad. You're not even good yet. <laughs> so I was like, whoa, okay. So I have, I embraced myself. I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. It's like a chance, right? I'm like, that's what I did when I was playing and I could do this. And then I say that to the players too. So um, I did that. And so consciously what, when I wrote my first uh, post and I said, you know what? People are busy, right? They are, they don't have the time and how the length of my, my blogs, you know, what do I want to do besides, okay, A, get the information out, that insight. I want to be different, right? Get providing mm-hmm. insights. And my second um, objective was how could I keep it short enough that they can read within under a minute, under a minute. That was, you know, it, it's tough. It's tough to do. Sure, sure. Uh, um, and then, so when I finally did it, um, obviously, depending on the the, the readers, uh, you know, the speed of reading, right? So uh, I got I, I got my daughter to read it, and then the very first thing she was like, "Wow, mom, that that was good information." And secondly, she goes, "Wow, that was really short. That was great." So I was like, "Mission accomplished," because there is something to be said about achieving, even for us, right? When we right. listen to a podcast, I'm like, "Oh, I did it." Or, you know, so I wanted to keep it relatively short. And that goes on, you know, to my first book as well. It's going to be short that people are going to get the insight. And then, you know, when we finish a book or a podcast, we feel we have accomplished something uh, versus something that's really long. So on my back, I'm going to try to keep it um, short because my husband is like, yeah, why did you put these, you know, uh, five, you know, um, strategies? Why did you break them, you know, up? I said, because for that reason, you know, because they're long and I want to elaborate the importance of each, give it space for people to understand. And then I just feel like if I keep it short enough and with with insights that people will come and visit it and then they will probably likely to come back to me again. 
Right, right. And and I will say, I mean, your first entry is very short. It's what, about a dozen sentences, maybe. Um, And I love that. It's, you know, it's very quick and easy, um, simple to read and very straightforward. And I think that your approach is going to be really, really well received and very helpful to the parents out there that are looking for some more information and maybe some information from the coach's perspective. But you're not just targeting parents, you're also targeting coaches. And I'm curious to hear what you think the coaching community's response is going to be and what types of topics you're looking to tackle for them. Um, I was at Rogers Cup uh, this summer. I was commentating. And uh, there was an event in Montreal because um, mm-hmm. I did the women's side, and there was this event where we were presented with uh, awards and stuff on the court. So we went to this banquet, and I was sitting with these other uh, four other coaches, uh, high, pro- you know, high profile Canadian coaches, and I told them the idea that I'm going to write the blog and the book and so forth. And then they were like, "Oh, that's awesome! You know, you should put this and that or whatever." And then I said, "Well, let let me let me share this with you. I'm also going to be talking, you know, from the coach's standpoint, from the parent standpoint. You know, are you going to be okay with with all that?" And they're like, "Yeah, you know what?" The, so they actually gave me that. You should talk about this. You should talk about that. You know, and we would love you. You know, so I I I got some you know insights from these coaches where they felt misunderstood. Well, I was going to say they have to feel like they there's things that they want parents to know, but maybe they as coaches haven't figured out the best way to communicate that and maybe you're going to be their voice to help educate us the parents on what the coaches need and what the coaches are looking for from us. Absolutely. And that, that, that my next five blogs or my next four blogs, not sorry, because I already started one yesterday. It's exactly that. You know, what is it? Because when the, the, the one thing, um, that you hear a lot also, uh, you know, from parents is favorism, right? Absolutely. <laughs> like, right. So yeah. actually, yeah. So it's like, okay, you know, that was what my blog, uh, yesterday was, you know, let's talk about it. It does exist. Now, some coaches, you know, they deny it. And I think that's silly. It's like, you know, it happens all over the world. You know, like you cannot tell me, and I'm not going to lie to you. When I have my kids on the court, you don't think I'm going to favor them a little bit. Right. Right. I'm being honest, right? They're my, they're my blood. Okay. However, I will tell you this. If my child, my children do not give me the work ethic, the commitment, the listening, the, the, you know, any values that I feel that a player should have. Okay. I will put them aside. I will put, and I have done that. I have kicked my children off the court because they were not doing what a player or a coach expecting of them. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's a matter of, I think some parents get take it too personal. The minute that the coach it's not talking to the child or they talk more to the other child or what this favorites them. It, it, it's not. It, it's how you look at it, right? Do you prefer? I have favorite movies. That doesn't mean the other ones are bad. It's just <laughs> at that moment, I, I favor this one. You right. know? 
Right. And so it, it's or, or like that child could be because I I was on the court. You know, I was hands on with twenty players. Right. So sometimes I see this player. I will name her. You know, it's not a a, a real player. Jill was on the court, and we had talked about certain tactics that or strategies to overcome her emotions and so forth. And we put her to play a practice match, and I need to give her some space to work at it. You know, well, you know, I may give her a few words during, throughout the two hours, but that doesn't mean I don't care about her. And then I go to the other court and talk to Sally, you know, more, you know, so it's just a matter of perspective. So I'm, I, I'm leading, this is from a coach's standpoint, this is what happened, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe, just maybe the, the, um, the, the parents can get that insight. Yeah, you know what, that happened. And here's another thing, right? Take your kids complaint with a grain of salt, right? Because kids are kids. They are recountering their day through their lens, through their perspective, which may be true or, or being dramatized, right? So as an adult, you need to investigate, right? You need to investigate, but how many parents would just completely just like call a meeting or, you know, whatever. And um, several topics came up constantly where they feel the kids have become soft. Have you heard of that? Oh my gosh. I mean, we hear it all the time. That's, you know, here in the States, I mean, you, you spend enough time in the States. That's been the, the complaint of the coaches, the Federation, everybody. Right. Right. Exactly. So I'm going to be writing about that, you know, because I've seen it at, at the, oh, throughout my, my programs in the U.S., in Canada. It's like, you know, the minute the coach um, is a little more intense with the kid, right? What happens? What do you think happens? The kid cries. Right. Right. Coach is being mean to me. So at dinner table. All right. Kid goes home. Right. Ooh, whatever. How was your day? Eh, it was Okay. Oh, you know, why'd you look so sad? Now, now tears may come out or may not. And, 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 and you know, the, the whole story comes out and it can get completely out of, uh, blown out of proportion. And the next day thing, you know what? The parent is calling a meeting with the coach instead of like, you know what? If you have done your due diligence in researching this program with coaches, they have not had any unethical behaviors in the history. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. let them be because they, they need the coaches and the players. They need to build a bond. They need to bond with each other. They need to build a strong foundation of relationships, right? Relationships is not just about good times, right? It's, it's your tested. You test us through thick and thin on the practice court, on the match court, in tournament, how they communicate with each other. If they survive that, 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 that communication, that's when the relationship builds. But if the parents step in the minute there is conflict, they don't have the player and the coach they don't have a, the opportunity to bond together to work things out together. That's enough. You know, it doesn't, it's not just personal relationship. It's the uh, player coach re- uh, relationship. The, the stronger that bond they have with each other, the more caring the coach is going to have for that player. But oftentimes, because, you know, the parents step in, that weakens the whole thing. And then guess what the kid does? Runs to the mom and dad every time there's a problem. Right. 
Right. I mean, it's just one more illustration of the life skills that these kids can learn from the sport if we parents step back and allow them to learn. Absolutely. I had this conversation yesterday with this parent and uh, he was like, okay, um, so once you take over, you know, I'm just going to be like disappear. And I'm like, no, 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 do not disappear. Just step over to the side because that child still needs you. <laughs> you know, don't don't completely. And your coaches, at least in 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 my perspective, over my oh, you know, over my years of coaching, I am gonna educate the parents with the lingo I use with their kids when through the lessons. Why do I do that? Because get you know, if I'm not, I don't go to every weekend of tournament. I have a life on my own too, right? I'm right. not always available. So guess who's going to take the child? Right? The parents. Okay. So now what, you know, parents will always give their view of helping the child who is competing on there. I, you know, it doesn't matter if the parents know tennis or don't know tennis. What matters is they, I'm going to give them specific things to look at, to look for. So when the, when I talk to the parents, then I have a sense of, is the child following the plan, the things that we are working on? Because if I don't do that, then the parents are going to come up with all their view. It's like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> you know, right. that's not what I want. Because most of the time, the parents react with their emotions, right? They're playing the match themselves. So they're not going to give me an accurate um, review, an accurate assessment of, you know, I could be working on stepping in the ball and swinging, you know, at, at, at swing volley at every high ball. I want the parents to count how many you know, high balls the kid received during the match. How many did she swing at it? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know because that's the development side I'm looking after. And also by giving a perspective or an object, objective to the parents to look for, it somehow keeps them calmer, right? Because now they have a little plan <laughs> that they are also, because they have to report to me. Right. No, it's, it's great. I mean, I've, I've written articles about that as well, that, you know, when my son was playing juniors, I had a a match tracking app on my phone because it gave me something to do. It it kept my mind occupied. It was way healthier than me sitting there stressing out over every ball that he hit. Right. And, and the thing is, I, I want the tennis journey, right. Be the best tennis journey that a parent can have with their child. What we have them for 18 years and they go off to college and they're pretty much uh, on their own. So, you know, let the experience, I, I say I've been blessed with my experiences with my own two kids. You know, not that I don't get nervous. I just show it differently because from the side, you know, your kid and you would, you have a chemistry going. And if you're nervous, if you're stressed, they are going to feel you even five courts away. So right. you want to find some way to help yourself. And those are a lot of the things that I help parents to understand, like, you know, just things that can help them. You just have a good journey because it's a tough journey, but you can have a good time with them. Absolutely. So let's get back to your blog a little bit, Patricia. And I want to talk about why you feel the need to do this now because I mean you've you've been at this tennis game for a long time and um you know as I mentioned you've you've 
held every role there is to hold in the sport. Why now is it time for you to sit down and start writing? Um, there's some beauty about age, huh? <laughs> uh, I'm older with experience, and I see the struggle over the years. I see, I saw the struggle, um, agony uh, from parents. Um, the agony with them uh, not being able to understand, or they, or they just want to find how can they help their kid, and they're not getting it. They did not get it, to even to this day. Okay, parents, not not the parents I work with, not the parents I work with. Um, I, I provide that pathway, the plan, um, and they're happy. Um, I, at the end of the day, our children. You know, they are gifts to us. They matter. And as parents, we have so much influence on our kids. Bottom line, my why is really the kids. How we can influence them. How can we help them using tennis as a vehicle to get them? They are leaders of tomorrow. So we can do it from the parent standpoint. I am an advocate for parents to be involved but be involved being smart from the, you know, the intelligent side and I can help parents. Um, I wrote this book uh, for many reasons, but the very important, the first and foremost reason is that it's, it's uh, to help the parents understand that there are ways, there are pathways, a journey that they can help with their kids who how many times, how many articles have we read that kids quit tennis or kids got abused by parents, you know? And because the parents go absolutely crazy, irrational, so emotional when they watch their kids. They get into fights. That's not need to be that way. So I want to be going out there. I want to reach as many parents as I can giving, um, hosting, you know, parents workshop, parents education, help them to understand this journey. It's if you can think of it like uh, med school, for example, right? Somebody wants to be a doctor. They go to med school, they go through the undergraduate, then they go, you know, to their, to their, um, either the pathway of learning how to be a doctor, and then they go into this specialized into whatever. So I, I want people to see me as the pathway between them and the children walking side by side from point A to point Z together in, in it can be done in a positive way. Right, right. So how do people find your blog? So far so good. They like it. Um, you know, I don't. Uh, this may sound funny. Uh, I don't even read reviews. I don't. You know why? Because I, this is me. This is the way I speak. I'm doing the best I can. I don't, you know, um, I don't want to hear, uh, the good or the bad. Is that weird? I don't know. It's probably healthy. It's probably healthy. You know, because, because the, the, the journey is like, I know this, like, I, I know in my heart of hearts that this is good stuff. This, you know, I, I, it's a challenge for me. I want to be, you know, helping parents. This is, you know, I, I, what I'm writing is I've been there, done that. I've experienced 
experienced it. So there's really nothing you can, I cannot undo the past, first of all, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, it, it, so I don't need somebody come pet my bag, although it's nice <laughs> to be recognized. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna lie, right? It's like driving your a Porsche, right? It's nice, right. nice. <laughs> you're kidding me, right? But once you get get on the road, it's like, okay, my focus is not the credit. My my focus is like, okay, what's next? How can I get better? How can I get to the parents? How can I write better? How can I get information out there? Who can I reach? How many have I reached? That that's what interests me. Mm -hmm. So it would be really interesting to me. Like I get an e I get emails, I get requests, and then I know my words are getting out there, and parents are talking about it. That's what I want. Right, and I I get that. I'm the same way, and I you know for me, um, it's always been about just getting the information out there, and. You know, if you help one parent, if you help a hundred parents, if you help a thousand parents, it's all good. You know, every person you touch then touches the people in their life and, and the message gets disseminated and it's wonderful. Um, but it's tough. And I, I wonder if you have the sense at all that you're kind of preaching to the choir a little bit. Um, you know, are the, are the parents who really need this information going to seek it out? And are the coaches who really need this information going to seek it out? Well, I think that not by one time, not by two times, but with, with repetition, you know, isn't there saying that you have to be like six, seven different times <laughs> for yeah. six, you know, yeah. um, you know, I, I want to, so I started like, okay, you know, my, my blog. Okay. That's one, my book is going to be two. I'm going to clubs. That's my three. I'm going to approach TED talks, you know, for women. Um, that's going to be four. I, maybe I can get somebody to write about it. No, you're doing one. Okay. That's six already. So I need to find one more, yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying? So seven different times, you know, the topics are going to be similar anyway. So, um, my, I, I love, and this is, this is, um, it really gets me and I go and it's like speaking in front of people. It scares me to death, by the way. Aww. <laughs> oh, you're so good at it. It scares me to death, but, but you know, because it's not something I do often, right? Right. Yeah, I, I can go play on the court. Yeah. I mean, I'm used to that for like some 30, 40 years of it, right? But speaking in front of, even though, so, you know, but like I'm speaking in um, Wilmington um, uh, next next weekend, right? Uh, Gigi Fernandez is going to be there. I think that's the middle state or is that the upper state? Upper state. Um, you know, Gigi Fernandez and George Capistan is going to be there among other speakers, right? And it's going to be fantastic, you know, opportunities. I'm scared to death, yeah, but I look forward to it because that's another way of me reaching to clubs. You know, there's going to be 80 to 100 coaches there. So I was like, okay, this is great. So maybe I get 10% of them get me to come to the club to speak, you know. I'm going in January, I'm going to be speaking in Edmonton, um, you know, to a club and in, in front of parents. And, you know, so I'll make my way out to the West Coast. So that's how I want to reach people as much as I can. You know, um, I don't know if it's possible for, uh, you know, federations because they have other agendas. But I would love to go and, and speak, you know, and help them out. Um, instead of, I don't know if they see me as spread, but they shouldn't because I am really trying to build the gap between parents and, and, and uh, coaches. You know, because this is for the good of the for, for the player. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, maybe one day, 
Yeah, no, it's awesome. And your book is, you're working on it now? Or when do you expect that to be finished? Um, I just, uh, I want it to be finished in March. Um, somebody was telling me I was overly ambitious, but I am an ambitious person. <laughs> so, uh, but it is in the, in the making. Um, it's coming along really well. I get, uh, I, you know what is fascinating is that I'm a learner. I love to learn new things. Especially new things. Like, not, not too wild. Like, you know, I don't want to go skydiving, you know, type of thing, right? But learning outside of my box. So I have had to learn to courses, a lot of courses, how to put things together. And, um, so while I'm doing that and I would go back to the book, you know, I have a routine going and this is work. For me, this is, this is a new type of work for me. And what gets me going whenever I get stuff like, oh, I can't do this. I go into the poor me, you know, saying like, I can't do this. Then I think, I think of the parents. Think of the parents and they need this. So in, in essence, the parents are the ones that gave me this, this, this strength and this motivation. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I got to get it out there. So I'm pushing it for, um, March to come out in March. Great. Well, you'll have to come back on the podcast when once the book is available <laughs> and we'll have to talk about it for sure. We'd love to. We'd love to. And yeah. meanwhile, I, I do the blog to keep me on track. Yeah. So are you using your blog articles in the book? Bits and pieces. Yes. I am. I am. Yeah. Because um, they're insights from you know different perspectives. And that's what my blogs are. They're going to be a lot to do with tennis. And, you know, they, they are not your, uh, how many hours should you hit play and what, what not. Although, you know, parents can always send me comments and they, it, on my blog, they can reach me through emails and so forth. I will be happy to answer any questions, but really is the complexity behind it, not just for high performance, but from when they pick up their first racket to all the way to the pro level mm-hmm. and uh, a little bit for everyone. That's fantastic. Well, to my listeners, just so y'all know, I will have a link to Patricia's blog in the show notes, as well as her email, which she graciously shared with us last time she was on the podcast. So I'm just assuming Patricia that it's okay to share that again. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And, and Patricia is active on social media, so you can find her there, but I want to encourage everybody to take a peek at this blog. Um, You know, some people may say, Oh, Lisa, why are you promoting this? It's in direct competition with parenting aces. Well, no, it's not. It's, it's not at all because I am a parent writing about this tennis thing from the parent perspective. Patricia is also a parent, but in addition, she's writing from the coach's perspective, the player's perspective. And so it's a much different approach to how to navigate the journey than simply you know, looking at it from one side. So I think it's fantastic. And I, for me, the more information out there, the better. And I urge everybody to, you know, consume as much information as they can and find the voice that resonates with them. And, you know, Patricia, a lot of your approach to things is so pragmatic. So just, you know, this is the way it is. And you're going to have to 
figure out how to work within these parameters and these are the parameters and this is how much it's going to cost you. And, and I love that, that, that you're so practical and yet at the same time, very compassionate in your voice. Well, thank you. Thanks for, for sharing that. That is important to me because, you know, it's, it, it's, I, I do want to make this very clear. I, you know, by no means I'm not, I, I'm pointing fingers at anyone. I'm not pointing fingers at coaches. I'm not pointing fingers at parents. I'm not stepping on anyone's toes. Just strictly, like you said, you know, the more information um, that is put out there, I think it is to the parent's advantage. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us again. And best of luck with the blog. Best of luck with the book writing. That's a daunting task, I'm sure. And I I know you're gonna just have great success with all of it. I'm looking forward to watching your progress. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And to my listeners, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next time on the Parenting Aces podcast. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast. For tennis parents, by a tennis parent. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to us and write a review on iTunes. For more information on navigating the junior and college tennis journey, please visit us online at parentingaces.com. Thanks for tuning in and sharing us with your tennis community.